0: go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library storybutton imagination lives here hello again and welcome back to kids bible stories today's story is called solomon be warned this is solomon part 8 and comes from 1 kings chapter 11 verses 1 through 6 9 through 13 26 through 43 and Luke chapter 1 verses 31 through 33. In order to respect each family's ages and stages of life, I have adapted some of this. Please go back and read the scriptures I listed so you can include what's appropriate for your family. Let's begin today's story. Now, King Solomon loved many foreign women, along with the daughter of Pharaoh, Remember, we talked about how crazy it was that he married Pharaoh's daughter? Because her people had enslaved God's people before God sent Moses to bring them to the promised land. Remember the plagues? And the Red Sea parting? Yeah, pretty incredible stuff how could Solomon forget that? I mean, surely his elders told him all about that time. Well, anyhow, the Lord warned the people of Israel. He said,
1: You shall not enter into marriage with them, neither shall they with you. Why? For Surely they will turn your hearts towards their gods, and you will follow them.
0: But Solomon didn't listen. He clung to these in love. For when Solomon was old, these women turned away his heart after other gods, and his heart Was not wholly true to the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. So Solomon did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and did not wholly follow the Lord, as David his father had done. The Lord was angry with Solomon, because his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice, and had commanded him, warned him about all of this that he should not go after other gods. But he did not keep what the Lord had commanded. Therefore the Lord said to Solomon,
1: Since this has been your practice and you have not kept my covenant and my statutes that I have commanded you, I will surely tear the kingdom from you and will give it to your servant. Yet, for the sake of David your father, I will not do it in your days, but I will tear it out of the hand of your son. However, I will not tear away all the kingdom, but I will give one tribe to your son, for the sake of David my servant, and for the sake of Jerusalem that I have chosen.
0: So listeners, who did God say would reign after Solomon? His son. Yes. But will his son get to rule over all of the kingdom? No. That's right. Jeroboam Everyone say Jeroboam. Jeroboam. Good. He's going to play a major part, so remember him. Jeroboam lifted up his hand against King Solomon. You see, Solomon had put Jeroboam in charge of some of the building projects in the city and one day Jeroboam had an interesting run-in while he was making his way out of Jerusalem. Step, step. Jeroboam strode down the dusty road when who should he run into but the prophet Ahijah. Ahijah had dressed himself in a new garment, and it was just the two of them alone in the open country. Jeroboam watched as Ahijah reached up, held onto his new garment that was on him, and tore it into twelve pieces. One, two, three, four,
2: five, six,
0: seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Each piece of clothing floated down to the dusty earth. Ahijah looked right at Jeroboam and said,
2: Take for yourself ten pieces, for thus says the Lord, the God of Israel.
0: Psst! He is going to tell him what God said to Solomon. Listen, because it should sound familiar. Ahijah said,
2: Behold, I am about to tear the kingdom from the hand of Solomon and I'll give you ten tribes, because they, they have forsaken me and they have worshipped other gods. And they have not walked in my ways, doing what is right in my sight and keeping my statutes and my rules as David, his father, did. Nevertheless. I will not take the whole kingdom out of his hand, but I will make him ruler of all the days of his life for the sake of David, my servant whom I choose, who kept my commandments and my statutes, but I will take the kingdom out of his son's hand and I'll give it to you. Ten tribes. Yet to his son, I'm only going to give one tribe that David, my servant, may always have a lamp before me in Jerusalem, the city, the city where I have chosen to put my name. And I will take you, and you shall reign over all that your soul desires, and you shall be king over Israel, and you will listen to all that I command you. And will walk in my ways and will do what is right in my eyes by keeping my statutes and my commandments as David, my servant did. I'll be with you and I'll build you a sure house as I built for David. And I'll give Israel to you and I will afflict the offspring of David because of this, but not forever.
0: I imagine Jeroboam looking around, as if to say, Are you talking to me? This is a big deal. Do you think Solomon is going to be a happy camper when he learns that most of his kingdom will go to somebody else? No. Absolutely not. He was so upset that Solomon sought to kill Jeroboam. In order to escape this, Jeroboam took off. He fled to Egypt and stayed there until Solomon died. Solomon reigned in Jerusalem over all of Israel for 40 years until he passed away and was buried in the city of David, his father. Rehoboam, his son, reigned in his place. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. You guys, you made it. We started learning about Solomon's father, King David, and have now finished with the passing of Solomon. Isn't it interesting when you learn more about Solomon, rather than hearing just one story? It brings him to life. I hope you learned to see that Solomon was a real person, just like us. Now that we've covered a good bit about Solomon, did you learn that he did some good things, obeying God? Yes. Did he also disobey God and sin? Yes. In today's episode, did it say Solomon was worshipping the one true God, or a lot of other fake or false gods. Fake ones? That's right. And what does God do to Solomon's kingdom because of that? Answer out loud. He takes some away. Bingo. The kingdom will now be divided. And we'll learn about that in the next episode. One thing I noticed from today's story is that our sin, when we disobey God, it doesn't just affect you, but it affects others. Think of it this way: When you're riding in the car, do you ever notice the speed limit signs? Well, those are there to protect you, but also others. Because What can happen if someone is going too fast on the road? Go ahead and answer. They can crash. They can hurt someone else. Yes. Not only can they get hurt, but they can also hurt somebody else. When Solomon sinned, it affected the whole kingdom. Now, from today's story, there's also good news for us who believe in Him. Are you ready for it? God doesn't throw His hands up and just say, Forget about it. He doesn't take the whole kingdom away because God is faithful to do what He's promised. Remember He said this,
1: However, I will not tear away all the kingdom. I will give one tribe to your son for the sake of David my servant and for the sake of Jerusalem that I have chosen.
0: Episodes ago, we heard God made a promise about David's kingdom, but it did depend on the children of David obeying. And clearly, it sounded like Solomon, he disobeyed. So how will this work? Hmm. Here's how. It's made possible only because God himself will come as king and sit upon the throne. God will step in to uphold the promise. And I think you know how he does this. What's the holiday that we celebrate Jesus' birth? Answer if you know. Yes, you've probably heard this. The angel Gabriel appeared to Mary, saying,
2: Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end.
0: Did you hear it? Finish the sentence. It said, The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. Yes, the same David we've talked about, whose son is... Say his name. Solomon. Yes. The promise is fulfilled in the one who was born that Christmas day. His name is... Jesus. Jesus. Jesus Christ will sit on the throne... And his kingdom will have no end. That's how it's possible. What wonderful news we have today. Well, that is it for our story today. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we go, I want to make you aware of an opportunity that we have to help others. Can you imagine a year without any rain? Nothing would grow. Your grass, vegetables, garden, and trees, they would turn brown and die. And now imagine that for four years you haven't had rain. That's exactly what's happening halfway around the world in the country of Somalia. I know how much you all care about children and families who need the basics of life, like food, water, and the love of Jesus. There's a young mom named Safia in Somalia who is desperate to get food to feed her children you have a chance to help Safia and her children through a Christian humanitarian organization called World Concern. For just $12, you can feed a family for an entire month. That's less than the cost of some fast food meals. Let's join together and see how many families we can help. Please pray and give your best gift to help a family survive this hunger crisis. You can give today at worldconcern.org kbs. That's worldconcern.org slash kbs. Thank you for joining me in this, and as always, bye for now.